0: Please, God is doing well. He'll be back. Nothing but a professional and good words for Marty. That was a sad situation. Um, I think everybody knows what happened there, including Marty. But that's over and done with. Why do we want to exasperate it, bring it out, boil it away? Come on down, enjoy the interview, have some fun. Um, And who knows, when we're done, maybe get
1: something to eat. Uh, and th- 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 I'll tell you what frustrates me a little bit because we're gonna send out a second invite I think you are familiar with uh, I don't want to put his last name uh, name out But our friend Kenny that attends a lot of the shows um, You know, I, I believe Kenny has bought into some of this nonsense He sent me some very nasty messages as a result of it And that's what frustrates me about it Johnny So Kenny if you are watching which I hope you are same thing and I know at least you're local So it would be easier for you anytime you want to come down when one of the stars are here for you to observe. I'm no star. For your Facebook wrestling page, and you can share your thoughts and observation of what you see in person. Now, Kenny, you have been to this studio, I know, at least several times. You've witnessed things several times. I think you should go by what your eyes have seen as opposed to what strangers you hear on the internet say. But that's one man's opinion. But I am personally inviting you, anytime you want to take the train, or however you get here up here, You are a welcome guest here at the studio as well. But my main point of contention are the sunglasses at night. I don't know if they want to wear them when they're driving, that's up to them. But if they do want to come to the studio and observe what we do and how we do it, you'll have all the material in the world to share on your talk show. You can go from talking about the world's most boring man to perhaps the world's most boring talk show because It's nothing like what you two have described. So maybe come up with some more creative material. Otherwise, the invitation stands for Mr. Cena. I'm Dan Morati. We'll see you soon. Tickets are on sale now at bostonwrestling.com for our 20th anniversary. Back to the 80s WrestleFest, Saturday, November the 13th, at Memorial Hall in Melrose, Mass. The World Wrestling Federation was live at the Warwick Musical Theater in Warwick, Rhode Island, Monday, August the 11th, 1986. In the opening contest, Jose Luis Rivera drew Iron Mike Sharp. Tony Gurria beat Duke of Dorchester Pete Doherty. The Haiti Kid with the win over Butch Cassidy. Pedro Morales defeated Greg the Hammer Valentine. Corporal Kirchner victorious over Nikolai Volkoff. And in the main event, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat beat WWF Intercontinental Champion Macho Man Randy Savage via countout. If you were in Warwick Live, share your memories in the comment section below. Use the links in the description box to keep wrestling legends working in our eBay store and on our world-renowned Patreon streaming service so we can bring you more interactive superstar shoot interviews to relive the good old days of professional wrestling. Check it out boston wrestling sports and the mwf explodes into a new year with professional wrestling content galore and need you to join our family every tuesday night at 10 p.m after our monday night raw review it's wrestling Insiders at your house with wwe hall of famer mr usa tony atlas wednesday nights at 10 p.m after nxt and aew join rotating legends on wrestling insiders special edition Every Thursday night at 10 p.m. after our NXT and Dynamite review, it's Marty Jannetty's no-holds-barred sex, drugs, and and rock-and-roll journey on Wrestling Insiders Party with Marty. Friday night after SmackDown, don't miss John Cena Sr.'s Wrestling Insiders Fabulous Fridays. Plus, look for classic clips, history videos, bonus live episodes, pay-per-view, watch-alongs, and more. For less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks, get early ad-free access to our Wrestling Insider talk shows, our acclaimed studio shoot interview DVD library, and help keep wrestling legends working during the worst of times. Hey, it's me, W.W. Hall of Famer from the L.O.D., Road Warrior Animal. And who do you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotta, I got I gotta do this when? Now? I'm watching a match. W- w- what is now? Now is, it, oh, now. Here. Thanks. Hey, this is the pharaoh. For Monty and the Pharaoh, I just want to say thank you to our subscribers as we now have hit the 10,000 plateau. Thank you to all our subscribers out there, but I'm going to ask our subscribers to take the next step for us and become a full-fledged YouTube Monty and the Pharaoh member. Yes, that's right, folks. You can check it out. We've got three different levels. Uh, There's free shirts, there's free autographs, there's all sorts of perks for our members. There is nothing more we enjoy than giving you this program. And to do that, we need your support and we appreciate your support. This is Jimmy Farrow. And don't forget to check out Monty and the Farrow every Thursday from Indie Music TV and on Cablevision here locally in New York, Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Farrow. Later. Is that good enough for you? Can I finish this? Lesnar's killing him, I'm pissed let
3: Welcome to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, produced out of Indie Music TV here from Ron Concomo, Long Island. At the board is the now famous Matthew Ice. Matty Ice, how are you, pal?
0: I am doing superb.
3: Another great job last week. Thank you very much. And Ooh, uh, always yeah. glad to see you manning the helm of this ship. It's always a pleasure.
2: When did he become so dignified with Matthew Ice? By the way, I I'm, I, I thought he was Matty
3: Ice. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, on the outro, Matthew? we're gonna have to change it to Ma- Matthew Ice. Why
2: Matthew? I like Matty. All right, we got a fan poll. We're getting ready to happen. Matthew or Matty? Let's find out. What do you say, Matty? I I'm I'm. B- Fan of uh, Manny
0: per, uh, personally. Yeah. You see?
2: You see? you really? with your Matthew Michael. Yeah. Oy, oy, oy. Matthew's Anyone? like, what happens if my mom's calling me in like a very <laughs> bad
0: <laughs> light?
2: Matthew, how many times have I told you clean up your room? <laughs> clean Wait up your room, Sounds Matthew. Like Rose. Right?
3: anyone didn't know that is the start of the show. Where? Mr. Jimmy Farrow. Jimmy, how are you? Oh, I'm uh,
2: superb, uh, I think. Was that your word, Matt? Yeah, I'm superb. How are you? Well, what's not superb
3: what? is uh, President Already? Biden uh, vows to hunt down those responsible for the attacks that happened uh, today. President Joe Biden vowed that to continue evacuation of Afghanistan after explosion, killed 12 US service members and said the US will retaliate against those responsible for the bombings. To those who carried out this attack, as well as anyone who wishes America harm, know this, we will not forgive, we will not forget, we will hunt you down and make you pay. Biden said in a Thursday address from the White House. The two explosion outside the airport killed 12 U.S. service members and the Associated Press said at least 60 Afghans died. Biden said U.S. intelligence had determined that the militants from ISIS, an affiliate of the Islamic State of Afghanistan, were as likely behind these blasts. Soft.
2: Fancy words don't fool me soft. You see, when you create a vacuum, which is what they did, the vacuum must be filled. And the vacuum has been filled by, as I said last week, and I'm not budging on this, legalized murderers. Okay? Uh, The way they uh, think uh, is the complete polar opposite to what American values are. There is no true freedom with extreme. There's no true freedom. You cannot be a homosexual you cannot be of another religion than what they tell you you cannot do think shit piss fart or do anything outside of their box and trust me their box is very small it's a very small box to live inside of you asked for this you pulled out you just left so many people after a 20-year investment Mike am I right about that you are right about okay that. you just left helpless people who've been fighting against this monstrosity for decades you just left them you left their. you left them with their the clothes on their back their their pets and, and if they were lucky a few things to eat and what are you doing what are you doing and then you wonder why they felt the liberty to do what they did with the attack and I gotta be honest you can like or dislike the previous man in the White House I don't think anyone would have the balls because they know what would happen And this is not an endorsement politically because I can't stand any of them. I'm just making that clear. Okay? But there are certain characteristics, and don't get me wrong, I don't want our leader to be, you know, a vicious, unreasonable man, but there are times when you do have to be nasty with other countries because most other countries do not think along the freedom lines that this country we are so blessed to be in think it's rough man I'm upset about it I don't think it's a cool thing I think it's gonna lead to more problems you don't turn your back on legalized murderers I don't care where they're from you deal with them you don't wait for the infection to spread 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 you wouldn't treat your own body that way how do you treat fellow humans that way how do you treat borderlines that way where it doesn't matter you look the other way and that's the problem with sometimes you know within our own country we don't realize how lucky we are these things going on, you know. Just because it's not happening in our backyard, there it's going on. It should matter. You want another? You want another? What happened before World War II, where people were being rounded up and French fried? I mean, what, at what point do you stop the bullshit?
3: That's my take, bro. So it's interesting enough. Uh, we had drawn up the stri- script for today's show, and by the way, uh, Mr. John Cena will be. In studio, yes, or not sir. in studio, or on studio or yes, over VMix right us. after commercial break. He'll but, be with uh, us. Yes, sir. Both Farrow and myself were huge animal lovers. Uh yep. I have dogs, I yep. love dogs. Farrow has cats at well, home. Pharaoh's Egyptian, he loves cats. Um we were going to talk about before this these problems happened today. Okay. So kind of puts it to the side, but okay. it still needs to be mentioned. Shoot. Big problem in fact, Afghanistan. Was we had a lot of people over there taking care of all these uh, abandoned animals, mm-hmm. which the Taliban was actually going into houses and cutting the snouts off of dogs and trying to f- kill all the animals that were in that country. What was the purpose of them doing this? So because they wouldn't be scented or tracked down? they can't be, scented, smelt, they can't be scented, they can't be tracked. Right. And the abuse of animals that were going on in this country. Mm-hmm. and you And know, now it's turned on into this. And... Uh, you know, Isn't there's a bunch of rescue groups Nothing's out sacred. there that are, Nothing. you know. It, what? You know, I'm really speechless at this point, because what you said really just covers everything that, that's going on. and Women, it, children, and you know what? Men,
2: you know? I mean, there's plenty of, of men right now who fought physically against this, this sort of thing for the last two decades that are trying to protect their wives, that are trying to protect their pets, that are trying... Man, how could... I don't like the odds. I don't like it at all. I, and and now you have threatening w- words for them? They thought you were soft. So they, so they, they did what they did because they think you're soft, you know? And as far as those fancy words you spit out, I got two words for our president who I do want to do well. Mm. Show me.
3: And Show me. Part of the concern that's happening is we have rescue groups over there taking yeah. care of these animals. And the majority of them are women. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, not only the animals' Mm. lives in danger; these women now, right, right, can't. You know, they need to be evacuated from this country Mm -hmm. because, you know, they're going to get raped. Yep, they could. They're going to get abused. Possible? Not could. It's Uh, going to happen. You know, I'm trying. I'm I'm trying. Tortured. I'm trying to hope
2: that they all get the hell out of there, but uh, you know that they're not all going to get the hell out of there. You know that, so. Look, when, like I said when you walk away from uh, something that's got a septic tank kind of scent and then you wonder afterwards why does it still stink? Wow, wait a minute, now it stinks even worse. Great job. Great job. My my lord, may may no n- may our country never be in that kind of position where people just go, "Ah,
3: eh, just pull out, let them deal with it." So what? while so while this is going on, what? While this is going on before we get to Mr. Cena. Shoot. Phil Brooks returned to wrestling. It's not Phil Brooks. We've been over this. It's CM Punk. Stop calling him Phil Brooks. He sounds like
2: my dentist.
3: And I gotta Dr. Deal. Brooks is ready to with, see with you all, about that moment. With all this crap going on, yeah. we gotta deal with some dude crying over the return of Phil Brooks into wrestling. And this is the guy getting the headlines. Yeah. I mean, people, I know this is a wrestling show, but we get to a point where this is this is utterly Please. ridiculous. It's
2: yeah, it is. It is. But he missed them.
3: He missed him.
2: Why can't you just let the guy miss CM Punk on an emotionally po- polarizing moment? I mean, you know, the way that guy is going to be, like, seen forever. It's going to torture you. And here he is again.
3: <laughs> With, C. That, C. With that, I like to the- thank the band that sings the theme song for <laughs> Monty Nefaro our own Jimmy Farrell along with his partner oh, Bark oh. Riggs make up the band Wisteria Hall Bark Wisteria band. Hall sings such great songs as In My Dreams yeah This Life Not Far Behind Here Comes the Rain yeah. you can find their music on the Wisteria YouTube page please go to there subscribe go. give go. it a like give it a little love you could also pick up their music on Spotify Apple Tunes nice. Reverb Nation nice. and if you didn't know it you are watching Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast Monty Nefaro you can <laughs> catch Monty Nefaro on the Monty DeFaro YouTube page, the Monty Faro Facebook Live page. Hear Ooh. us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor. Catch us on the Monty DeFaro Twitch TV page. Uh-huh. And if you're lucky enough to live in New York, catch us on Channel 115 every Tuesday from 7 p.m. to 7.30. And for early risers, Saturday at 6 a.m. to 6.30. And if you're a late night sleeper, Channel 20 from 2 a.m. to 2.30. That's just a few hours from now. Where next week you'll catch the reduced version it, of the appearance of John Cena
1: It's abbreviated. Senior.
2: Abbreviated version. It's not reduced. You're back to the bad vernacular. I told you. And oh, by the way, rumors are flying real quick. Let me get this in fast. Sure. Pharaoh's getting a TV.
3: Congratulations. Oh, it's been
2: almost two years since I watched something on that thing called a TV. This is going to be exciting. Now we can watch how many times
3: a week? Three times a week on cable. Three times a week on cable. Congratulations. Nice. I'm psyched. We'll be right back at this commercial break with John Cena Sr. Boy, the little things. See you in a sec. Wrestling fans, now you too can look as
2: cool as Monty and the Pharaoh by wearing the official Monty and the Pharaoh sunglasses at night for $8.99 each. That's only $8.99 each. Now available at
0: montyandthepharaoh.com.
2: That's right, folks. Canine Corral for all your dog daycare and overnight care. Call 631-549-1544. That's 631-549-1544. Elm Logistics for all your logistic needs. Call 631 631- that's 631-299-3595, Elm Global Logistics, Pride, Performance, and Partnerships.
3: All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast, Monty DeFaro, produced here out of Indie Music TV in Long Island, New York. We are here with John Cena Sr. Mr. Cena, thank you for joining Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, sir.
0: Well, thank you for allowing me to come on. It's a pleasure. I've been looking forward to this. And so have we.
3: It's an honor, and thank you so much. Same here, my friends.
2: Mr. Siena, I gotta say, first of all, what a gentleman you are. Uh, To say that it's impressive that you you have uh, come on the show is really not saying it at all. Uh, You are the greatest sport I have probably ever come across. So thank you very much for coming on, thank you.
0: You're welcome, my friend, and thank you again.
3: So John, we lost 12 Marines and one Navy serviceman today in the uh, airport in an act of terrorism. We'd like to hear your thoughts about this situation.
0: Well, I guess I feel the same way as the pharaoh does. Mm -hmm. You know, there reaches a point where you just can't say bye. The evacuation should have been handled a lot better, a lot better. I mean, I'm just a regular guy, and my thought would be, why not leave my troops there, why not take out all my Armor, my bullets, my guns, get all my people and the Afghans to safety, and then, and then only then, remove my troops. Unfortunately, it was done, if I may, ass backwards. And now, as the Pharaoh said, the price is about to be paid. And I don't care what anybody says. We're going to hunt down, we're going to get you, we're going to do this. It's only the beginning. Only beginning and let's hope that it doesn't get any further than where it's at but I fear for the worst
2: John I got to tell you just uh, my general thoughts about human nature what worries me the most about the situation that's been developing and has been going on for decades let's face it it just keeps threatening to get worse and worse human nature is is that when a man has a toy and and yeah just like a boy has a toy i'm referring to thermonuclear weapons and and the things that could turn all of us green and make us lose our skin layers is it is it just the pessimistic is it wrong for me to say that i believe that human nature a man must play with his toys i'm so worried that one day, one of these lunatics over there is going to push a button. Why is it not beyond the realm of possibility? Do, do people truly realize here in America, because we do live well and safe for the most part here in America, are we, are we clueless? Because I sometimes feel we are.
0: I don't think we're clueless. I think what you're saying, and, and I'll just use my own words, sure. is that you know nobody is going to be foolish enough to push a button. Because if the button is pushed, unfortunately, it's the world that's annihilated. So not only the person that pushes that button will destroy themselves and the world, it will be the end. The end of this world as we know it. I think what you're dealing with now is human nature. You have those individuals who are saying, we're going to make it good here. The Taliban's have promised this. Look at ISIS, al they are not... They want nothing to do with this they have only just begun only just begun human nature is human nature you know if you have a dog and it keeps biting you say well today it's not going to bite and it doesn't bite for a couple of days but then when it comes back it rips your arm off unfortunately nobody's looking at that unfortunately nobody's looking at china the biggest i think rugged kipling once said you know beware the sleeping tiger and now you've got Russia, China, looking at, at the Afghanistan, uh, Taliban's. You know, I still, for the life of me, uh, sit here and I say to myself, how could you take a country that fast? Uh, it's impossible. It's impossible. Uh, uh, so and I think we did a good job training those people, but I don't think we stood by them to help them finish the job. We should have stayed and finished the job. Unfortunately, now we've got American lives at stake. We have Afghanistan people at stake, women, children, animals. It's just not right. All of a sudden, those people who are saying, you know, well, you know, Russia was saying this might not be the worst thing. Well, take another look, Mr. Putin. Take another look for those rosy glasses because it is a bad thing. You said you don't want terrorists on your on your borders. Well, look what you have. Mm. How will we control this? the control has to be total unification all countries have to come together do you to feel this.
2: do you feel that afghanistan is even capable of being a finished job we're talking about a country that where russia went to war with afghanistan directly i think for 8 years then we had 20 Correct. years of american involvement i would tend to think after almost 30 years worth of military against this country and they're still not fixed can the job
0: ever be done in Afghanistan I think the job can be done but I think in order to get the job done it's like a carpenter building a house Mm. you train the apprentice but you don't leave the apprentice until the apprentice is capable of carrying out the tasks that you need right I think they were trained and trained well we had some good men over there training these men and women the fact was we left we left them instead of standing by to protect i do not believe that if we if we didn't do it the way we did they would not have taken the capital they would have not have just i mean you take a look at how this worked it was like um uh, spaghetti sauce running through a hose mm-hmm. they just went town after town after town mm. people laid down their weapons they walked away right and i believe those people want to fight i don't believe those people want servitude again it's a very difficult thing to say when somebody says it's going to be peaceful here under Islamic rule. That's fine, but we are not having a democracy. That's the end of the story right there, my friend.
3: Interesting.
2: So, John,
0: here's a
3: question for you. You know, the world talks about anti-Semitism, racism. Hmm. Uh, how come speciesism is not high on people's list? Animal cruelty.
0: You know, people are funny animals. I go by, you know, when I teach or when I speak or do a seminar, I always use that nibby. As long as it's not in my backyard, I could give a shit. And um, I think that's what we're up against. Mm. You know, people in this country, the greatest country in the world, God bless America. Amen. We were invincible. We were invincible. Yes, sir. They have never had. COVID was the first time. That this country has experienced anything like that. Anything. Not being able to buy food, toilet paper, not being able to get water. So, all these things are important. That lady coming into the door as a hooker I hired. Um, yeah, Very yeah, really. oh good. Um, might, might as well let you laugh at it, right? At um, me. Close the door and thank you. Oh um, but, you know, when you take a look at this, America doesn't see it. Mm. I don't know if you guys see it, mm. but I keep saying to folks, you know, I don't know if you remember Khrushchev when he banged his shoe at the UN mm-hmm. and the comment he made after that was, let's not worry about the United States because the United States will destroy itself from within. Ooh. If you look at what's happening today yeah. and you look at the Roman Empire, mm-hmm. there's a pretty good analogy right there. Uh, I see a parallel. You know, we're fighting for the wrong things. Mm-hmm. We're not fighting together. If you're not united, you're divided, yep. and if you're divided, you cannot win. Yep. You cannot win. Yep. We we pick we pick we pick race, we pick color, we pick. You know, I'm Italian. I have a lot of when I go back to look at my grandfather when he came over, how he was treated. I look at the Chinese, the American Indians were slaughtered. We mm-hmm. gave them reservations and alcohol, right? And right. now this country, the greatest country in the world, is saying, "Not in my backyard. I'm not going to worry about it." Right. And now they're fighting. They're actually fighting over masks. They're refusing yeah. to take vaccines. Sure. They're refusing to protect others. Sure.
2: This sure. is insane. Yes, it is insane. It is insane. How come China has not been called on the carpet? This, this disease has spread throughout the entire world. Uh, is it still just a theory that they were responsible for the, its origin? I mean, what's going on with China? Why the
0: free pass? You know, I guess you and I have a difference of opinion, my friend. Okay, fair um, enough. Fair enough. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure that that's really where it started. What do you think it did? Um, well, you know, um, and I, I only know what I read. Mm-hmm. Why did the United States send money to help develop this type of thing? Mm. Um, you know, when you look at the big picture, wow. you have to ask yourself a question. Okay. We need we always need somebody to blame and and all i'm saying is this maybe they're 90% responsible maybe they're 95% responsible but i believe there was another foot in the cement sure it just couldn't get here that fast that quick and you know i say this all the time the greatest country in the world the greatest scientists in the world we couldn't find a vaccine to stop this right we couldn't stop it Right, we can't find a cure for cancer. Whoa, whoa. what's wrong with this picture?
2: Hmm, I, you know what? We might be more aligned than you
3: think, because I do understand every single point right
2: there. Well done. So, John,
3: so what? Are, what are your viewpoints on my take on the world is so upside down at this point? But all the fame goes to some kid who just sits there <laughs> crying. Not a kid, a grown man. Yeah, crying because some rest, some million-dollar wrestler decided to come out of retirement. <laughs> What are your little, thoughts on that? A little that? imbalanced. <laughs> I, I, you got to explain
0: that to me. Uh,
2: well, what C- do you CM what- C- C- Punk came back this week, and, and I'm a huge I fan. I saw that. Yeah, I'm a huge fan, and Mike always busts my balls because he's not. But matter of fact, he's a huge John Cena fan, and I'm a huge CM Punk fan. So when Punk came back, and it's been seven long years, they showed a fan, and he was crying. And I knew right away this um, fan a grown was in man. big
3: trouble with a my grown partner. man. A grown man.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Any thoughts on grown men crying over the return of pro
0: wrestlers? (laughs) Why not? Let me me say this, guys. I don't know if you're at WrestleMania when The Undertaker lost. Yes.
2: Yes. I I was there. I was there. Uh, Nice. Nice.
0: I looked around me, and I saw grown men with tears in their eyes.
2: Wow. You know,
0: I saw women weeping. You know, it's my own personal thing. That streak never should have ended. Interesting. never interesting bill moody paul Bear, and i used to talk about that all the time really, if there was no. ever a streak that should never have ended mm-hmm. that's one if it, it if all places to end that streak mm. it never should have been wrestlemania mm. hmm. but back- you know when you see it, go ahead go i'm ahead, sorry sir. nope go ahead sir when you see it when you see a grown man cry at the return of a wrestler we all have an experience in life different emotions and react differently to to other things um when i do um i like to do radio programs and you know uh, i'm a, a part of a group we do readings um and when you come to a real a sympathetic part or a hot string part you know what i always find some people laugh and it's not because they think it's funny they don't want to cry mm. and so people have different ways of expressing it you know okay. i think the re- and you're going to yell at me pharaoh um, i am the return of phil brooks Okay. CM Punk. Would you stop?
2: Don't call him Phil Brooks. <laughs> Would you, now you're going to join in with this guy? What, did he deliver your mail this yeah, week? Yeah, I
0: am. Oh, thank you, um, Phil. This is terrible. <laughs> go on, but go on. Great. I, I think CM Punk, you know, um, I had a chance to meet him. Nice. Um, I was backstage with him when I did WWE Raw. Um, and I'll tell you, he's a great human being. He loves the business. And, you know, he made it very clear it's not about the money. It's got to be right. I've got to love what I'm doing. I think it's a good gesture, and again, fans react differently to situations. So, you know, you may become so emotional that you don't even know Mm. that you're releasing those tears. Interesting. So it could be joy. It's not sadness, it's happiness. And so why begrudge anybody for expressing their feelings over something that they consider to be enjoyable, to be real, to be entertaining? I don't believe anybody should do that. Um, I think what we need to do is maybe look in the mirror first, Hmm. then turn around and look at that grown man uh, for the return of C.M. Punk. There we Um, go. There we go. You know, was I happy to see him back? Yes. Um, He did the same thing he did in WWE with the pipe bomb situation. Mm -hmm. Um, Will he be a draw? That remains to be seen. Daniel Bryan's coming in. Um, I hope and pray Bray Wyatt comes in. Um, that was a tremendous loss to the WWE. Um, but people respond differently to situations. John, so, um, John what, I think,
2: is, what is Vince McMahon doing? Now, I'm a huge WWE fan and have right, been my whole life. Before we get this,
3: I just want to take a quick commercial you, break, okay? okay? And then we'll enough. return with that question to fair John enough. Cena, okay? Sounds good. John, we'll be right back. Thank you. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude. Good fucking wine. Yeah. Jimmy, I gotta take a dump. What? No. I mean, I need a dumpster. (sighs) Well, for all those
2: needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental. Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP.
3: In the mood for a freshly roasted cup of coffee? www.offtherailscoffeeroasters.com the rails coffee All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, filmed out of Ronkonkoma, New York at Indie Music Studios. We have special guest, Mr. John Cena, Sr. John, thank you again for joining us. It's our honor. Thank you very much.
0: Again, thank you. And it's my honor and it's a privilege to be here. Thank you so much.
3: John, I want to get a fan question in. Um, You don't have to answer it, but I will ask it. Ooh, fan Uh, question. I love fan questions. He wants to know, what do you think about your son apologizing to the Chinese? Oh. This is
0: Patrick Rowe. Oh, man. I don't speak for my son. Perfect. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. Fair enough. I speak to myself. Mm-hmm. Very good.
2: Thank you. Fair enough, John. I gotta ask you. Getting back to Vince, what what is Vince thinking lately, with Bray Wyatt being gone and Daniel Bryan being gone, and now CM Punk, the missed opportunity to bring him back to Vince's company with all the history and the bad blood and how they could have played off it with reality and they could have blurred the lines and it would have been amazing. What are they, what are they thinking? Can you, can you help me out here? Vince has got
0: me confused. I don't think it's Vince alone. I think, you know, I don't think the world of Vince McMahon is a real decent, good human being, a great human being. Awesome. Um, I I I can't help it. You know, WWE was very kind to me. Um, they're a family to me. Um, I just look at this and I'm saying we're cutting costs. For mm. what reason? Mm. Why are you taking your best Braun Strowman? Right. They built him up to the biggest giant in the world. Right. And turned him into a comedic idiot. Right. Bray Wyatt. When I was in the back with Bray Wyatt. I had a chance to sit and chat with him. And I, you know, I'm a nobody. Let's let's get that straight. I'm no superstar, no hero. I'm just John Cena Sr., Johnny Fabulous. I have a great time doing it. And I said to Bray Wyatt, I said, you know what? You have the best gimmick going right now in WWE. If anybody should have beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania, it should have been Wyatt. And the way that should have been done, he defeated him. The Undertaker sank into the middle of the ring. Smoke goes up. Wyatt grabs the urn, says, I've got the whole world in my hands. Nice. Lightning strikes. Nice. The Undertaker comes on and says, I will not rest in peace. What a storyline. I like it. What a storyline. Because that works. he really didn't lose, you see? And then they take Daniel Bryan, who his contract was up, so he left on his own. He chose not to renew. Um maybe it was a money question. Maybe he felt it wasn't being used right. Uh Braun Strowman, I can't figure that one out. Mm. I can't figure out Bray Wyatt. I can't figure out some of these guys from NXT that are being let go. It's just just inconceivable. And people that are saying, you know, AEW, who regardless of what anybody says, and I'll go toe-to-toe, they are competition. They are. There's no question that when you watch AEW, you're watching professional wrestling. No No big gimmick storylines. No two-week title holds. You know... Uh, the thing with Reigns and Cena, that, that went a whole month. Yippee, that was great. Right. Now Brock Lesnar's back. Come on. Right. You know where right. I'm going with this? Yes, absolutely.
2: So, absolutely.
0: I, I, I just don't I don't get it. And now Khan, who is the president there, um, seems to say when, when, when he was asked, is WWE for sale? I guess his retort was, um, no, we're not for sale, but whatever's good for business. And so, if you notice, the people that are being let go are those individuals that were money people. Now, the other thing is, I hear, well, the writing staff doesn't know what to do with them. Wait a minute. <laughs> you know what? I'll bet you if the three of us sat down, oh, yeah. we'd write a show. that yeah. would probably blow them off the map. Agreed. Agreed. So it's, a case, it's a case of having writers mm-hmm. who never experienced professional wrestling. Why do you have a comedian in there writing wrestling? Agreed. Why do you not have people in that back room writing storylines that are meaningful, that have a series? Look at Bobby Lashley, great storyline. Roman Reigns, who I was not a fan of, but they did the right thing. They turned him heel and gave him one of the best mouthpieces in the world, Paul Heyman. See how it's working? But who's he going to face now? Right. Brock Lesnar all over again? No, I'm sorry.
3: Right, right. John, J. Will Will asking, do you think Vince McMahon, like the president, has lost his fastball? Shouldn't he be uh, ceremonial at this point?
0: No. I will tell you this about Vince McMahon. That man probably gets two hours a night's sleep. He works hard. He loves what he does. And he takes care of the people that work for him. Um, You know, I remember when I got that kick in the head from Randy Orton. Oof. I was back, and they were, they were stitching me up a little bit, and I remember Vince standing at the door with his jacket in his hand, with his head down, just looking at me going, and now I'm going to make you chuckle. Johnny Ace, John Laranitis, walks by me and goes, well, I think we ought to at least clean the jacket and the shirt. <laughs> oh, okay, whatever you say. <laughs> but um, Vince is a genius in this business. I think what's happening is now, you know, when you cook, or I make wine. You can see my my wine gimmicks in the back. I make beer. Um, I make it myself because if I put too many fingers in the pie, mm-hmm. it never works. Oh, yeah. And so now you've got ideas coming in from from the writers, Paul Beck, Stephanie McMahon, Vince McMahon. I'm sure Shane O'Mac's there. Um, and, and you know, Vince, he has reached a point in life where he's become very, very successful he will always love that product. Um, I I joke once in a while I say, you know, when Vince goes home when he passes away, they'll probably have to take the cell phone out of his pocket, because he'll find a way to answer it. Um, He's just that dedicated to this business. So I don't think Vince McMahon should take a back seat. I think it's wrong for people to blame Vince McMahon for what they see. Mm. It's only the circle. And you know, sometimes you get overridden, even though I will tell you this, Having been there, having worked there, what he says goes. Um, But that doesn't mean he's not open. That doesn't mean he won't listen. So I think you're wrong to say it's Vince's fault. I think there's a lot of situations that need to be addressed there.
3: John, your son's done so much for the fans with his Make the Wish charity. You know, he's a a, a legend. But as a father, what did you do to instill that kind of a humanity and empathy in him?
0: I have five sons. Okay, All five of my sons are champions. I raised my boys the way I was raised. I come from an Italian family. We grew up with love, we grew up with caring, and we grew up helping others, working to make sure others had what we didn't have. You know, my mother and father both worked. I'm not trying to put any anybody saying, oh, poor Mr. Cena. No, I had a great life, I really did. Um, but you know it was a lot different and so i tried to instill in my boys um that value that was instilled in me you know we heard a neighbor couldn't buy food we brought them food we heard a neighbor was in the hospital we went to visit um i i feel very very upset Um, i received an email on thursday it was from a friend of mine for a a 15 year old boy a children's hospital John, obviously, you're not gonna get him. So I offered to go in and bring some memorabilia and you know, talk to the young man. I received a text on Friday that said, we don't know if that's gonna happen. I got a text on Saturday morning that he was on morphine. And I got a text on Saturday night that he died. You know, when you look at that kind of thing, anybody who's anybody that cares if you don't reach out and you won't help. And John, my son, you know, his heart is so big. I've heard all kinds of things, you know, say what you want about him, say what you want. All my young sons, they're all the same. And make a wish is near and dear to his heart. And I think that's a way that we give back. It's a way to take care of these young men and women who probably won't be here. I remember doing a wrestling show in Canada and a woman came over to the ring uh, and she said to me, Mr. Cena, I want you to see something. And it was a locket and she opened it up and she said, there's a picture of your son and there's a picture of my daughter. Oh. He was so kind to go out of his way to meet my daughter. And she died three days after we met her. So, you know, those are the values that I instill. That's, I live by those rules. I don't trash people. I don't try to hurt people. I try to help. Sometimes I'm not successful like that young man Um, but you know if the world would just stop and look and see what's happening we've got people who can't buy food we have elderly people eating dog food Appalachia they can't afford shoes or clothes yet we'll send billions of dollars overseas Sina does things to give back he loves those children he loves to make a wish uh, I remember one time when he took a shirt and his bands off his arm and gave it to a young man right there in a wheelchair. So that's what it's all about. Uh, you know, you can lead a host to water, but you cannot make them drink. I can instill or hope to teach you the values that I grew up with, the values that I live by today. If you do it, great. If you don't, then I did the best I could. Well said, sir. Well
2: said. John, how about uh, Wow, that was that was excellent. Thank you. Uh, when did you start your love for pro wrestling? Did it did it come through your son's journey, or were you a wrestling fan before all of that?
0: I was a big wrestling fan before that. Sweet. When I was single, I remember going out, and um, he would like to watch the Lone Ranger at ten. So I was able to watch wrestling from nine to ten. And then when um i got married the first thing i did was get cable tv so that my sons and i could enjoy professional wrestling sweet um i took them to professional wrestling shows we sat way up and i mean way up i'm afraid of heights and i was (laughs) way up believe me i used to i used to promote shows i was excuse me very fortunate um if you wanted to book a show locally um we had a local Booker. i i did the work behind i was fortunate to work with the grand wizard stan stasiak oh, nice Strongbow. nice you know, i uh, uh, freddie blassey one of my favorites i remember freddie blassey was we were at uh, salem state college and uh freddie they can't be swearing no filing of the teeth and no chairs while i'm sitting at the timekeeper's table he comes out he grabbed the chair and I said, Freddie, he said, get off that effing chair. Get off that chair. <laughs> okay, Freddie. Yes, sir. Um, so that it started there. And then um, I think after I get married, it kind of slowed down. And then when the divorce came, uh, I'm not ashamed to say that I was depressed. I was married for over 30 years. And lucky I got my sons. And I have a, uh, a great ex-spouse. We communicate. Um, but um, okay. I didn't know what to do with myself. John had had enough of me, I guess, so he says, and um, went to California. He told me that he went there to work at Goals Gym. He slept in his car. He ate protein bars and worked out in the gym. Mm. Um, he lucked out. Somebody saw him from UPW. He went to the wrestling school. Um, I called him two years later. I'm second generation now. Called him two years later and said, um, they're looking for a ring announcer at Star Wars Wrestling. And the promoter at that time was Knuckles Nelson. We used to work out of Salisbury Beach, draw six, 6.50 a, a night for that show. And uh, I went and tried out, and Knuckles uh, said to me, gee, great, thanks for coming down, you have a great voice, but I think I've got somebody else I'd like to do the job. I said, no problem, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Somebody else has asked me, he said, no, no, man, don't go away, I'm looking for a heel manager. That's when I said, right time, right place, Two years later, I jumped back in. Uh, The way we came up with the name was, what does everybody hate? Somebody who's rich, somebody who demeans those who don't have, makes fun of people, um, puts that guy over. And so, who will we call this guy? Johnny Cash? That's not going to work. You know, Johnny Money? No. I said, whatever it is, it's got to be fabulous. Johnny Fabulous was born. Hmm. And from there on in, uh, it became Johnny Fabulous And then when I went to the WWE for that stint with Randy Orton Mm -hmm. uh, and Edge, um, that became John Cena Sr.
2: Who was your favorite wrestler growing up? Who was your favorite wrestler growing up? Did you have – was there a Hulk Hogan? For me, it's Hulk Hogan. I mean – Nah,
0: no. Brother, let me tell you something, brother. (laughs) I'm not really into that stuff, brother. Um, I'll tell you who my favorite wrestler was. uh, Bruno Machino. (laughs) Okay, um that okay. man was amazing mm-hmm. uh you had you had pedro morales another great outstanding athlete um you had the wolf man uh, we had people in character in those days we, love yeah. the Wolfman. we got love a wolf
2: man shout out it, nice yep
0: yeah, they were believable and yeah. those are the people that i followed i remember one night i was in the boston garden i was working going through school going through college and I was writing the sports column on professional wrestling, and so I would get free tickets if I wrote the column. Well, the night that Bruno Sammartino lost, they were actually smashing chairs. Mm. And um, Larry Zabisco, another good friend, uh, told me that when the situations happened with Bruno Martino, they actually had to bring him into Boston guy in the trunk of a car. Mm. Um, they tipped the car over. Oh, it was crazy. Crazy. <laughs> so those are some of the guys that I look up to. Strongbow is another man that you can't help but like. Um, he only had one move. Tomahawk Chop, that was it. Um, Haystacks Calhoun. Those are some of the people that I enjoyed.
2: Does Johnny Fabulous like any heels? I'm hearing a lot of faces. Any any heels for uh, Johnny Fabulous? There? Any what? Any bad guys. Did you root for any bad guys? I'm hearing a lot of uh, good guys here. Did I like any bad guys? Yeah, heels, you know, like uh, the the great valentines, the magnificent Morocco's. Where's Roddy Piper?
0: Anybody like that? I know what a heel is because Johnny Fabulous is a heel. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something fair when it goes like this. I'm not going to hand your hand and give you a kiss. I'm going to tell you this. (laughs) It's like the deal. You're looking at Fabo, son, and I'm a friggin' heel. So I'm going to tell you the guys that I like best. Sit back, son, and listen to the rest. So here it is. The guys that the guys that I like, <laughs> classy Freddie Blassie. Nice. I've done. I did a lot of shows. God rest his soul. With Captain Lou Albano. Excellent. Often imitated, but never duplicated.
2: Never.
0: Um. You know. Um. I, I could. You know. I look at some of the guys out there. Stan Stasiak. Ooh. With his heart punch. Uh, some of those guys I really. I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed watching them. Um. I. They, they were believable. You didn't hate him. Sometimes you sometimes you were sad they lost and the way they lost.
2: A little side um, order of a uh, little side order of Sarion, maybe. Uh, see, I'm always I mean, going for, going for Spirios being Greek and all. So I always throw him out there too. So
3: John, let, let me ask you. I work with Greg what, Valentine.
2: Ah, oh, that's that's Pharaoh's favorite. That's Valentine. my all-time favorite, Greg Valentine. Let me tell you,
0: he is a great, great person. Oh, hello, Greg. The Dream Team.
3: What'd you think about the Dream Team? Ooh. Was it really a dream? (laughs) Oh, no. To me, they were. To (laughs) me, they were. So let me ask you, John, the return of John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Becky Lynch, and Phil Brooks, which, in your opinion, was the most uh, impressive in, you know,
0: on the return. Wow. You know? Wow. um, I think uh, the deal with Becky and, you know... Um, the way she left, the way she came back—a squash in three minutes. Um, sorry, um, you know, I'll tell you who impressed me was Edge. He has not lost it. No. The Brood, him and him and oh. uh, Rollins, put on one hell of a match.
2: I thought it would be the best match of the night. I agree.
0: I was imp- I was so impressed by that. Mm-hmm. and adam copeland if i may use his name sure. um is probably one of the best um, i work with him he's a great guy a great professional wrestler um i remember when john and he were in canada i was there and they had the tables stacked up john was on the ladder and he had edge on his shoulders for the the fu then um and i i saw john shake his head and you could hear Edge say now and when edge went he went through those tables was knocked out and Edge's mother was behind, you know, all I could hear was, Oh my god. Um but there, it's a tremendous athlete. I think the return of Cena was good. I, I think it was well done. Excellent. I just think WWE should have put a swerve in there. Um, you know, the the last night on SmackDown, uh when when I, I said, Well, you know, there's a chance. We're gonna have a 17-time world champion. And then as soon as Roman Reigns extended his hand, and this is what I mean about storylines and writers. I don't get it. He extends his hand and said, "I'll tell you what. I'll do one better. If I lose, I'll leave WWE." Right. Come on, guys. Right. It's a loss. Yeah. Well, what that, I would have agree, Agreed. Agreed. That's what I thought. Agreed. Well, I, I I didn't like it. Why give me? Why? What's the point of watching the show? Hmm. Tell me that. I I, I don't understand. Yep. You know, I don't mind paying money. But if I, can, if I can come to the end before you, right. and then I was watching and I said to somebody, you know what, I'm gonna put 10 bucks on the table right now, Lesnar's coming out. No way. All right, what happened after Cena took the beat down? Yeah, there it is. Yeah. See, there I think is. what should have happened was, Cena should have won that. Hmm. That would have been the swerve. That would have been the swerve. Paul Oops. Heyman would have intervened and said, hold it. There was no contract, nothing in writing, He doesn't leave the WWE. As a matter of fact, tomorrow night or at Madison Square Garden, there'll be a rematch.
2: Interesting. Interesting. Let
0: Rands have it back. I mean, I don't care what's going to happen. You know, Brock Lesnar's going to go in now. We're going to have the same old thing all over again. Mm. And people are going to complain all over again. We've got a part-time champion. Unless the deal is, who does Roman Reigns really have left to fight? He's just going to keep going through these Older stars, and he's just going to beat each one. It's it's beginning to not make sense anymore. Interesting. So I think that the, they should have a they should have had a swerve in there.
2: Oddly um, enough, oddly enough, I thought that it was all great theater anyway. Is there something wrong with me? Because I did think the same things you did, and I do agree with what you just said. But yet somehow, maybe it's to the credit of your son, of to Roman, of to Brock, of to Paul. That was great theater i loved it and i'm actually very intrigued to see what happens between paul brock who he was an advocate for and roman this is very interesting to me so uh, to me there is something here but yes i agree they're re-exploring the lesnar thing john while i got you i have to ask you because i don't know when we'll speak again this i'm asking for your opinion will we ever see the day that john cena is a heel Because there are, Roman Reigns for years, they wanted Roman to be a heel. Roman became a heel, and he felt reborn, he felt fresh. People, there is people out there that want to see John turn heel. Do you think, your opinion, will it ever happen? Is there any chance?
0: There was a point in time where Cena had all the gear ready for a heel turn. Really? Um, And that never happened. Wow. Wow. In my in my personal opinion, mm-hmm. and I you know I'm like I say, I don't know any more than you do. Okay. I watch, I listen, and I try to analyze. I don't think you'll ever see Cena turn heel. Oh man,
2: I would love to see it. I got to be honest. I would love to see it. by any chance did you, you can't get to do see? That.
0: Did you, you ever you can't get do to,
2: it? Did you ever get to see the gear? You're telling me he had his gear? I don't expect you to reveal it. Did it look cool? No, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I could just imagine that, that. was. I'm,
0: that was all over the internet, and, um,
2: mm.
0: you know, um, I think the reason you can't do it with Cena, look at his affiliation with Make-A-Wish. Right. I mean, look at what he does out there for beyond Make-A-Wish. And, and I don't think people see the other things that he does
2: Understood. beyond that. Understood. Helping
0: people out. Uh, you know, John is a great philanthropist, mm-hmm. and um, he likes to help. So to turn him heel... I think it would destroy years and years of what wwe and uh, john cena and the organization have worked to create so i I personally and again i I reiterate i cannot tell you anything because i don't know but i'm saying i don't ever expect to see it and now i'm going to really slap one down i don't ever expect to see a 17-time world champion oh what
2: makes you say that if i can get you to elaborate maybe a little more
0: uh, you know, the perfect time to do that would have been the Reigns thing. Um, now he's gone. He'll be gone after Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. Where he goes, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't talk business with him. We don't talk wrestling. Um, you know, I try to stay away from that. So, you know, if he does come back, in order for him to get that strap, it can't be a thirty-day stint. I, I don't think that's fair to the fans. The WWE fans, it's not fair at all. So if he were coming back for a two to three month stand, I think then there might be a chance of, um, you know, uh, Cena getting 17-time world champion. Um, I have a lot of respect for Ric Flair. I've done a, a lot of shows with Rick and Mick Foley, and, you know, I've had a lot of fun. Um, I don't really think there's a need to break anybody's record. Mm. I think that both men have cemented their own legacies in the world of professional wrestling. Yes,
3: yes. John, question. Um, these are trying times for a lot of people out there. Uh, what kind of message do you have for people?
0: Mm. You know, I guess the only message I have for people is is to to love those you're with. Embrace those you're with. Don't be afraid to weep. Don't be afraid to kiss or hug. Don't condemn. Look in the mirror first, and then when you're perfect, do what you do best, go out and raise hell. Always be ready to help, no matter what the situation. If you can do something, do it. You know, if you're not part of the solution, you must be part of the problem. Work hard together. Families are tight, we've lost that. Families are no longer families, mothers and fathers working kids being pushed in daycare love those children you brought them into this world love your family that 15 year old boy that was a shock think about that yeah so do what you can into the young men and women who want to become professional wrestlers don't quit don't give up never give up i remember sasha banks i did a show with her and she was thinking about leaving i said don't I was a heel that night. I said, you've got it there. Her mother was there. Look where she is now. Walter Kowalski, a good friend, once said, shoot for the moon and who knows, on the way up, you might grab a star. Be satisfied with what you have. Don't try to gain more because by gaining more, you always end up having less. Be out there and help. Young men and women, if you want to get in this business, pay your dues. Don't expect to go to a school, get six months under your belt, and expect to have a star match. Learn the business. Learn how to read the people. Learn how this business is a business. And if you never get any farther than the Indies, say thank you. You did what you loved. You know, I never thought I would main event raw. What a gift Mm. from Vince McMahon. Mm. So just stay with it don't hate embrace learn to forgive learn to forget most of all hold your families close because when the chips are down my friends that's all you really got excellent
3: all right john i'm gonna, gonna give you two opportunities here so uh, oh, we did so a show what I'm getting worried. that you what you, mean? you heard right, uh, <laughs> the most uninteresting man in wrestling. Oh God! So now Please. it's your opportunity Please. to take a shot at us. Oh great! Can I hold there my ears go.
2: until he's done because he's going to take, 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 take a shot. He's going to take a shot at, at Ma- take Why a shot at Monty and the Take Farrell. a shot at us! I'm, I'm going to hold my ears. Go ahead, Mr. Cena. <laughs> you know what, We deserved it. You know, here's
0: the deal. Here's the deal. You know what? You know how I smile all the time? I I remember doing a show in Sturbridge. Um, I was a heel, uh, I came out with my guy, I told him it's Sturbridge stunk, the porter parties on 128 smelled better than Sturbridge. Um, <laughs> and what happened to me? I got a beer thrown in my face Excellent. and a woman's false teeth, and she said, get the fuck out of Sturbridge.
2: Job well so, done. And
0: then I had to be escorted in Lynn by the state police into the par- <laughs> to my car in the parking lot. They're afraid I'd be shot. You know what, guys? Words don't bother me. I've learned a long time ago to take it from whence it comes. The statement you made, I analyzed and looked at, and I said, you know what, these guys are having fun. (laughs) If you meant it, I'm sure you would have taken it further. You would have gone a lot further. I have no reason at all to take a shot at Monty and the Pharaoh. Why would I do that? Uh, It doesn't make sense.
3: Oh my God. All right, well then I got to challenge you with one other thing. What are you doing? What now?
2: You're right. pushing it. Know, some, know. We have
3: something called the John Cena oh, Senior oh, Challenge, what? where you have to say John Cena Senior That's, five times dude, fast. I, I, if I you could know. get it, you'll win if a if, if, you'll if he, win a Monty Nefero free pair of sunglasses. Would you
2: please? But you take, let's take a song. shot. Can, Can you, do you actually it? say your name three times, to- five times
0: fast? Five times. That's John, John not Cena. Fair. I have trouble. I have trouble saying it once. John Cena Senior. John Cena Senior. John Cena Senior. You know what? I said it, fat you, cans, brother. You did, now brother. Now I look
3: the fuck. <laughs> you, uh, he, 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 you better send the sunglasses. John, John on a serious what? note, um, yeah. you uh, I'm 50. What am I, 54 now? You're I'm asking forget. me. But it anyway, was your first. I want to tell go you. Ahead. in you're, our co- in, uh, what? Just... Go ahead, I'm sorry. You're 54? I'm 54. And there's so much more. You? In, our, in our conversations, <laughs> I want to tell you something, sir. In the short time I've been speaking with you, mm. I'm not gonna get into it, but you have taught me something. So, um, I wanna thank you for that. You know what that means. Uh, Nice, nice. I greatly appreciate your conversation with me, and thank you.
0: I thank you also. You know, um, I told you on the phone,